what shocked Tia at her BDSM party? Tia had a surprising night out, dominating submissive men on her virgin voyage into power play. Hear what really goes on inside a BDSM event, what these men get out of submission, and why T is going back for more. You're listening to Pushing Boundaries with TNA. I'm T. And I'm A. We want you to go to the website, first of all, before we get into the conversation. Mm-hmm. Leave a voicemail. Uh, tweet us at TA Sex Talk or email us so that we everything's can hear on the, from you. Yeah, everything's on the blog and it's PB with TA. But uh, we want to hear about your experiences with this topic as well. Yes, first and foremost. So, yeah. T. Wow. What I happened? I had a revelational night. Friday night was wild. A friend of mine brought me to a what they call femme dom party. Okay. So female dominance, male submission. Oh, and only that. Right. So it's not just a free-for-all BDSM where everyone's confused about what everyone wants. And T, darling, have you been to a BDSM party before? No. <laughs> not even a little bit. And of course, we had Jean on our show. Jean Franzblau. Yeah, which you can listen to that Coming episode. Coming out kinky. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's fantastic and really, I think, informed you and me about the nuances of it. Mm-hmm. But we hadn't ever actually done it. Um, so now I have more or less and I feel like I can go back to learn more. Okay. But it was illuminating about all of my relationships that I've ever had with men, with female friends. I mean, everything. It was illuminating. Well, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, so dominance submission is like, I mean, it is a pretty fundamental human carnal thing. Well, but but more than that, it was the, the role playing of power. And getting this, the nuances of it, or, or it's it's the way kids play dollhouse or something. Like you're right. learning the skill set. And it's a safe space to exercise control and submission. Okay. And I want to get to every, all of your insights and everything, mm-hmm. but you need to back up. Okay. And tell me what the hell <laughs> happened. Because I've never been to one of these things. Right. So I want to, so okay, so you went. So there's a club, there's a venue okay. that is, I think they refer to it as a dungeon. It's, I, but, but is it but like what is, is it an actual dungeon is it like a club specifically no i know for this when they or? say dungeon i'm like oh and i think they want you to feel that i mean it's the same way that you watch game of thrones and it's sort of this you know like uh it's co- very terrifying <laughs> no but like like a the world of video games and right you know, fantasy fantasy yeah 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 so there's a lot there's a fine line i feel like it fits into that fantasy world so you go to this venue um, it's a normal building, and uh, and actually, I was surprised at how kind of banal it was. Like when you walked in, I mean, it's just almost like a little waiting room. I mean, even if you were like going to a doctor's office or something, in the front, really, in the front, yeah. But of course, you, I could kind of see, oh, there's like a party inside. I mean, almost this, I don't know, like an event space. So like today, because I've been, you know, I've been to a couple of sex parties, but is it like that where like the venue changes and it could be a hotel room or it could be? I feel like this is a the one that I went to. I think is a club that's always there, okay. And they just hold a lot of different versions of BDSM nights, right? Okay. So there'll be like a female submission night, whereas this was a male submission night and and there'll be you know all the different nuances like there's so many different categories um but but so I went into the club and in but but inside each room has sort of like different equipment that you can tie people up to like some of it's against the wall some of it almost looks like massage chairs with like leather mm-hmm. there's sort of a leather bed mm-hmm. um 
from all like, the stuff from Fifty Shades, all the little mini red rooms. Yes, yes, kind of. yes, but multiple rooms, so you can okay. kind of pick a room that you want to go into. Um, and okay. also, there's people that you know have varying levels of experience, and it was nice to see that they really were careful to specify that and like make sure that you clearly state what your level of experience like is. When you, like when you go in, did you have to sign a release or something and like no indicate your level? I wondered about that. I wondered if by showing up, I was already you know <laughs> agreeing. Someone got thrown out. <gasps> no, it wasn't like wild, but he got cranky. Maybe because Define no one wanted cranky. to play with him or something. Well, what did he do? He started um, verbally expressing frustration. <laughs> like, fuck everybody. This is bullshit. Yeah. Blah, and blah, saying, blah. like, I want like, my money no back. And I, you know, I shouldn't, you know, this is bullshit. Yeah. That, that oh. I, like, it's. Was he, was he like. He's an older gentleman. Oh. Like, much older. I was surprised by the age range. Okay. Interesting. A lot of older fellows. A lot of older fellows. Now tell me, like, what. What are people wearing? So do people show up in like their latex? Right. And- I was wondering. I kind of imagined, you know, the kinkiest. Um, Some, m- I feel like most weren't, but but there definitely were a couple, you know, this one woman, I really admired her outfit. It was, <laughs> you know, this sort of leather bra thing. I don't know. It looked great. <laughs> and like mini skirt and kind of cropped uh, blazer. And- but she was wearing that like on yeah, the street? She, yeah. Well, you know, Gordon. in her car and probably just through the parking lot. Um, I wore, uh, I, they basically say wear cocktail outfits. Attire. Yeah. Cocktail attire when in doubt. So that of course could mean, a, right. That's not kinky necessarily. No, no. Um, I feel like everyone kind of leans that way anyway, though. It's sort of part of the fun. So uh, people don't change their clothes. They just come in with whatever. No. Well, right. Um, the men, they came in clothed and then they changed. So basically when the men got there, they are told to strip down to their underwear and uh and like right their... when they get in i don't wow oh. i'm just trying to sorry i'm just trying to like no envision the world yeah 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 i think it's it's like more casual than that it's mm. kind of like if you want to go to the bathroom to take your clothes off there you can hmm. you know they're not they're not the like they're not role playing right when you arrive it's mm-hmm. like you're free to role play in this space no one's judging you and will mm. guide you if you have questions um i feel like it was kind of like that but but the men but there are some little rules like the men wear dog collars all of them <laughs> yeah oh, because they're they're it's they're submission, submission. Okay. yeah and then they tied little ribbons on them it basically said you know if you want to be played with uh-huh. and you're open to it come up to the stage and put on a little ribbon okay it's a little stage and then they also called up like women who's whose first time it was uh-huh. so we all went up you know it was my first time and uh and what did you get did you put a bow on no, we don't. No, we don't because we're dominating. I don't know. And then they made like a spanking line and the men all got in line and we would go around and kind of um, spank them. For lightly. the first timers? Yeah. Oh, no. Every, everyone. Oh. It's sort of like a warm up session to make everyone It's like an icebreaker. Yeah. Everyone spanks everyone. Yeah. Well, the, well, men, the women yeah. spank the men. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, you, oh, and, and actually, it was kind of fun to see all the different underwear that men wore. Uh-huh. Like some were just in, you know, boxer briefs, but some men had these sort of, you know, black lacy like women's underwear on. And one guy had latex, which feels really good, by the way. And mm. so, yeah. And it, immediately from engaging in the spanking, you sort of become aware of material, right? And texture, the mm. way things feel. Mm-hmm. I slept a lot of butts. Of it. it was fascinating <laughs> to touch so many at the same time. Like You slept with your hand or you had a My hand. Really? Yeah. So like, so these it's women just... Yeah, okay. In the beginning. In the beginning. 
<laughs> well, everyone's you getting someone. comfortable. <laughs> well, I was surprised at how timid I was. And I almost felt a little ashamed. Like I kind of became aware of like, wow, I don't know how to step into my power. Well, I, okay, wait, wait. There's power and then there's dominance, which I, I can understand why you would feel a little. You're right. I mean, I'm, I'm at something new. Right. I don't want to do something wrong. Yeah. But it's also asking you, they're asking you to step into your power and feel confident about giving them a butt smack. And I couldn't do it. I was really intimidated and embarrassed and shy. Hmm. And I found that my butt pat was like weak sauce in mm-hmm. a way that it was almost like, wow, by being afraid, I'm I'm doing the opposite of pleasure. Hmm. I'm like, you're letting someone down. This dude's like, man, I didn't come here for this shit. Right. Kind yeah. Of. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and Aww. nobody was rude in that way. Sure, sure, sure. Everyone's like welcoming. But yeah, I mean, you want someone to be in their power, not in this middling space kind of apologetic. Right. So I just thought that was really reflective of real life. So what did you so, Okay. So you had your first butt slap. I got a little more confident. I started. You're like, okay, harder. all right. I need to man up. Woman up. Woman up. I need to woman up and like, you know, step into it. They really want this. They really want this. <laughs> so uh, so then where did you go from there? Yeah. Well, then I was I kind have of, no idea. Like I'm trying to put myself in this situation. Right. I'm like, I have no effing clue. I know. So there's this the lineup and <laughs> like, everyone do does you look a little for spanking. Who's cute? Do you look well, for we'll say you know, hi. I don't even know. Yeah, we intro you know, people would introduce themselves. A couple guys came up to me because I think they were interested. You know, they, they would like to have me invite them. Mm-hmm. So because it's a, because I'm actually in control, I'm dominating. The dominant, yeah. They can't ask me. I have to tell them okay. that I want to do something with them. Okay. Um, they, of course, can say no, but, but yeah. Like, That's the, yeah. Right. Or, or they can come up and ask, but in theory, I could slap them in the face and be like, no, you don't ask me. I tell you. I was way intimidated to do that. But by the end, I saw people do that kind of thing. I was wondering what, what. Yeah. What and a lot of the guys. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm almost like, you know, I don't think that people uniformly want the same things, but there are a couple of themes that seem popular. Like, um, like they, the, the men seem to really like, uh, feet, like your feet, like giving you foot massages and like licking your feet, this kind of thing. That was like a, a big thing. And then I think slapping in the face is kind of a turn on them being slapped. Yeah. Did you slap anybody? I did. <gasps> <laughs> you but did? only after I saw someone else do it. And then I, and then we had a conversation about it and I said, okay, you like it? I was like, okay, I'm going to do it now. And he was like, yeah, do it. Wow. I know. How hard did it... Can I say this was... This is like a side revelation, but Uh I remembered impulses I had when I was younger and I remember having a boyfriend that I would sort of pat his face playfully. Mm -hmm. He got really angry once and said, don't ever hit me in the face again. And it was almost like he misunderstood. Like, I always felt like it was playful, but Mm -hmm. he thought it was degrading. Oh. I guess, you know. I I can definitely see why... (laughs) And then I never did it again. would be degrading. Yeah, but I guess it's also making sure sure it's that safe space. Anyway, this is me talking about the values of going to this kind of thing because you all of a sudden you learn the rules and you kind of gain control over these little playful things that can be misinterpreted in every day so what then okay so you, you spanked, okay so I, no no well yeah the, I, it's not like I the, slapping in the face actually was towards the end of the night but mm-hmm. I I felt you know nervous a friend I was with two friends actually one of them was a man who had never He'd actually never, he's, he has a very limited sexuality, like, or I shouldn't say that, but he's only, he hasn't been with very many partners. He's had like two partners in his life. One of them he was with for many years. Anyway, so he was interested in trying it out. And then another friend um, has a more experience with what they call a switch, which is like dominating and submitting. So she 
really took over and did more of the dominating this time and I followed mm-hmm. her around so we all went into the lighter room there's a light room where for people who don't want as much intensity so our friend who was new of course went in there mm-hmm. we did a little spanking again and then we kind of wandered into the main room and I was feeling insecure and she kind of was like oh this isn't as much fun as I thought it would be uh so I think maybe she saw a friend someone that she'd seen before from one of these events and so then we chatted and then that made me more comfortable. And I think there's an assumption that you just sort of launch right into um, these role playing things. Mm-hmm. But I was surprised by the the normalcy or delicacy of it. Like you still need to build a conversation with someone mm-hmm. and kind of a rapport. And then you trust the person more. So there was another guy that came over and we all started chatting. Mm-hmm. And that other guy was, you know, closer to my age, kind of cute. <laughs> and we had a normal conversation. And I was asking him about what he likes and actually about his own personal dating life and what are some of the challenges, finding people who are into this kind of thing. I mean, it was interesting. They, they struggled. I mean, I think in some ways there's fear about being rejected about it mm-hmm. um, and also not knowing how to ask for what you want. You know, like he kind of mentioned having a girlfriend and how she didn't really feel comfortable with even oral sex. And so he thought, well, how am I going to suggest to her that she slap me in the face and, (laughs) and whatever, I don't know, dominate me, like hold me down and, you know, fuck me. (laughs) So when you're, but when you're talking with these people, like, so you're there to explore dominance. Are you thinking like, like in the back of your mind, Oh, could I dominate you? Or like, is there something in our dynamic here that, pleases me about dominating you or is that not even in your mind are you just like at this trying point, to connect to the person yeah at this point I'm just trying to connect You're just being I'm, social yeah I'm just being social and I'm kind of explaining to them my own fears around it or how I'm insecure and I'm like well how do you know like how do you know you like this and you know I don't know how do you know what you want I don't I'm, I'm like I'm not understanding these fetishes and I'm not and I don't understand the rules like how do you when is it safe to engage um so this is this is where it finally like you know takes off is my friend said well why don't we just start with a foot massage like these guys want to do that and I'm like oh god okay you know and she asks for them she's like hey massage your feet or you know so really this, yeah oh and then they got excited <laughs> and like they were happy sexually to do aroused um, or just they no, were no, happy like, to please yeah happy to please and uh and so then I just sat I sat on a sofa and the guy sat on the floor mm-hmm. and he massaged my feet he started massaging oh he took off my shoes for me mm-hmm. that was nice seemed to like that apparently mm-hmm. he's into heels mm-hmm. and he took my shoes off and then he massaged my feet and then it kind of escalated and he was licking my feet and it felt nice so then I went with it <laughs> and I uh and then I got a little more confident in like asserting oh I want you to switch to this foot or like suck on my big toe really <laughs> yeah I had like a little courage so I sort of started to do that and how, okay and, and then we kind of had more of then like kind of a more intense connection started forming like I was I was holding back a little bit but if I was honest with myself I was enjoying it and so I was like allowing this sort of energetic exchange to happen so were you enjoying the like foot rubbing foot sucking toe sucking or enjoying telling him what to do all of it Hmm. (laughs) all of it it was really fun and then uh and then Oh, and then actually I may have accidentally discovered his erection and I sort of started massaging him with my feet. <laughs> accidentally discovered. I know, this is so exposing. She accidentally little, discovered little embar- This is erections. embarrassing to like share it all, but but that's what happened. And it wow. was um and it was fun. Okay, all right. Well, we're going to take a little mini break and then T we're going to come back and T is going to tell us more about why on earth she's why she's going back. Yeah. Okay. This is pushing boundaries with TNA. <laughs> 
listening to Pushing Boundaries with TNA. I'm T. And I'm A. And we're talking about T's experience at her first BDSM party and what shocked her about it. Yeah. And uh, so T, so before we get into talking about why you want to go back and mm-hmm. what what really draws you to it um tell tell me more you you were just telling me about you yeah t- well so I, so that was like you know my my breaking in moment of like oh I can do this with the uh with the feet thing and then it was interesting <laughs> I went to go put my shoes back on and he was like no 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 like let me do it um so I was like oh all right I was like yes yes put my shoes on <laughs> <laughs> um but then I kind of liked it too I was like oh it's fun and then you know I was like oh I need water I need like run and get water you know there's but there was a real sense of I feel like in every day men kind of take that role anyway but it, there was a real sense of like I'm doing this for you like let me serve you let me open this for you let me carry things for you um huh yeah that doesn't and- sound half bad Oh, it's, it was wonderful. It was really fun. I kind of wanted to ask him for like a head massage, but I was feeling too shy. But in okay. theory, he would have been excited to do that. So then my friend said, let's go play with this guy. Let's actually do the dom, dominance submission play, mm-hmm. um, which involved tying him up mm-hmm. to a bar that was like above. So his arms are up and, and there were clothes pins on his arms and nipple clamps and... Yeah, I mean, really, really intense. I mean, I can't, I don't think I could handle a nipple clamp. I, I just, anyway. yeah. Uh, yeah, I've tried it once. It's, uh, yeah, no. Well, I mean, I hear you have to build up. I yes. mean, that's something, the impact. So Jean talks about that in our other show about mm-hmm. uh, impact arousal. I'm really building up to it, right, sort of rhythmically. So that's something with nipple clamps. But anyway, uh, and tied up. And then and then we use these little like whip, not whips, but paddles. Mm-hmm. One, the hardest level one is like this wooden paddle, solid wood. The other ones sort of have like leather on them. They're smaller. And uh, and it was interesting. I mean, she sort of warms him up by like rubbing his bum and then and then hitting it. And, uh, you know, he's got a safe word. He's making noises that are like breathing through this intense experience. And then we're also what I learned from her is the is the pleasure balance so really like stroking his back and like rubbing the butt like outside of it and then did he have an erection as well he did yes hmm. and it would vary based on you know i guess the experience the experience but i think when you would touch him of course then you would get harder and and i mean it's normal touch his was, body anywhere or touch his anywhere and then at some way I, yeah i mean i touched his erection and everything i mean it was like uh stroking him yeah i found what was interesting for me i enjoyed giving the pleasure after the pain was was administered right so it's sort of so you were the good cop I was yes I was the good cop <laughs> well said it was a duo you know the team I mean it was sort of strange you know of course at a moment I'm going what am I doing here but at the same time I was like all right this is a role play right and if I'm really immersing myself in, I'm just going with this experience and and um and providing a rhythmic experience of pain and pleasure pain and pleasure and and heightening it, and then of course she, she got more intense with the paddling. So okay, and and I I'm sorry I need to backtrack because I, I we were going to talk about what um what you learned about these guys and why they're why they're here why they oh, right. like it. So what so, and you asked you were asking yeah them we, about had that, a, right? we had a we had a good say? conversation. Um, I mean of course you didn't speak with every man in the room, no. but you know to get an idea of well what, look I what's can't say why psyche. as mm. far as you know is there some psychological thing to be honest I don't know that there is I think most of these people are educated successful actually um, mm-hmm. individuals I mean you know people that you're interacting with at your jobs every day uh, but but 
educated like I said you know right. not I would say not your average kind or I don't know what's average I don't want to <laughs> like insulting people uh but but the, not what you, the stereotype of what you would think yeah, would yeah. be kink right. right not not menacing not weird not perverted yeah uh really respectful you know waiting for permission to and they, act on things and so they really just wanted to serve yeah yeah and they yeah yeah exactly and and I think for me, the discovery of it was I'm going, how can you just want to submit, right? And I think what I realized is it's this pleasure exchange that's happening. And I think that allowed me to understand why these men like it. Um, there's 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 an energy. To, I mean, you're you're they're submitting. And as a result, you are rewarding. Hmm. So there is an exchange going on. It's not mm-hmm. just you're, you know, going to be kicked and then that's it. <laughs> Um, right. And I think, yeah, and I also, I don't know, I, I don't know, there's, you know, there's that feeling of it's it's naughty and they're in control or something. I mean, there's two kinds, like one other guy we talked with is really into more of a psychological hu- humiliation mm-hmm. thing. And a friend of mine kept kind of saying, I really don't understand that. Like, how can they like humiliation? Like, but I, re- like really gnarly, really a- aggressive some- Mm-hmm. mean things yes said. aggressive mean like, like humiliating him about his penis size or right. you know and telling him what a loser he is and how small it is and he's a failure like this kind of thing and I and she's going I don't know how he could like that and I said well I wonder if it's insecurity around that issue and then by kind of calling it out calling it what it is almost gives you a freedom and there's release by mm. acknowledging and like living in it I I don't know you know uh, and also maybe because it's role play, you're not actually being rejected. Right. Right. You know so that- it's a, so it is kind of a little degree or practice of acceptance of these quote unquote perfect imperfections right. or something. That's- I think so. And I think it's, you know, it's teasing. And I sometimes I wonder also, you know, there's a, a feeling of when someone's in control all the time, it's nice to switch and be submissive. Yeah. I mean, from... Uh, I for sure have a draw to more submission dominance. I don't quite, I'm not quite drawn to explore, but, but so I can understand the mentality of maybe a submissive yeah. more, but for sure there's that. Draw. Well, some of my realizations during all of this were it was like these memories coming back of sexual experiences I had had and, um, and also my relationships and the dynamics and where certain conflicts happened. And I feel mm-hmm. like it was because I didn't fully grasp the idea of power play. And going to this session for a Friday night, like illuminated that really strongly. And I and then I kind of thought I feel like most of my relationships have been like a dominant submission thing where they're very much a strong male, maybe to the outside world. But there's this quality of submitting to me and then I'm dominating, but like giving back as a result. And once I feel that they've submitted, then I trust them and I'm willing to submit to them. So there's so this going constant back and forth between there, yeah there is a flow yeah so okay interesting so after that you sort of took on the lens of looking through all your relationships through domination and submission yeah and it and it cleared things up it also made me think of one of my relationships where it feels like when we separated it was as though the contract had been broken and it feels like we started out with a, an agreement that there is a submission domination in general. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think in everyday relationships, there's an ebb and flow. I mean, I don't think you can always be in this one role. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that once the contract was broken, you could see how um, the submissive would rebel, mm. <laughs> kind of, right? Rebel against the sure. dominant or try to dominate the dominant because, the, because he didn't feel that I was playing by the rules anymore. Right. And, and then there was conflict. 
So do you feel like this experience that you had exploring domination would help in the future yes. with your relationships? I've, yes. I feel like if I had known this before. Really? I, yes. I feel like I could have understood what was happening faster. Hmm. And and when my breakup was happening, I was like, what does this mean? Like, why is this person feeling this way? Or I'm getting, you know, anger from certain ways and you're, and you're not, it's almost like you don't have, um, you can't see. You don't have the full picture or this this vocabulary or these lenses to look through. Right. And when going, really what's going on is there's a power exchange shift. Yeah. and shift, which the, which is true, I think, in any dynamic. Well, right. And I for me, this was really the first time I've really acknowledged it, to be honest, going to mm. this, this, what do you call it, party. <laughs> I was like, class. It's not a class. It's a party. <laughs> we're, all, we're all mingling and having a lovely time. Uh, I loved the conversations I had, though. I mean, people were really open and honest about their interest in it. Mm-hmm. I, I wish that they had um, more opportunity to express it. I mean, I really felt that sense of them not feeling comfortable in the wider world expressing it. Mm. Um, I don't even know what that would look like, though. Like what? Like wearing a dog collar out in the world or... No, I mean, I, I guess with an individual dating them and the, kind of yeah, being able to be ask hard. for certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the one guy that I connected with where I did do this role playing with him, he felt really normal to me in the sense and kind of normal, but normal <laughs> by in, in the regard of I don't think that he was even so far into the role playing that he was just like, oh, like beat me and do this I think he still wanted very much a real relationship a real bond and just sort of able to role play these things where you you push the limits more than people do every day in their sexuality Mm. and I feel like even in my experiences I don't even think I'm that radical right but I've encountered partners where they're surprised at I don't know my willingness to connect or my my bolt my frankness you know you do well in what I want. I mean, I don't know. Right. You, I mean, it sound, I've never had sex with you, but <laughs> <laughs> from what I hear, hear all the stories, and it sounds like you are very direct and I want this, I want it this way. Well, if you they're know. not doing it the way I want. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's sometimes, a mind reader. No, sometimes so. they get it right and I don't have to direct. <laughs> but then again, what's wrong with a little direction, right? And, and again, viewing it in this sort of role playing way. That allows, I, I had an experience well, okay. recently that, that was like, I was trying to guide his hand and I found he was really resisting it or, or trying to preempt what I was trying, what I was showing him. And that said to me, he's not completely listening. And I think he's coming from a genuine intention of wanting to make me feel good, but he's not listening mm-hmm. because I'm trying to show with the hand, right? Mm-hmm. I'm showing and he's trying to suggest, he Something thinks, else. he thinks he knows what I'm trying to show him. Oh, so like, like a little kid who's like, no, 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 I know the answer. I know the answer. It's this. It's this. And, and, right, and right. when it's not, it's like, no, 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 that's not, that's not the question I was going to ask. Right. Okay. Yes. And I'm going, no, no, Well, no. I, that, I think that's just ego and trying to, you know, be perceived as good in bed. And oh, no, 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 I know. I got this. I know you want I know you want Right. But wow, what power there is in really listening. And, and, and this comes in back. allowing yourself to submit and surrender yes and whether you're a man or woman yeah either way and that was that's like a you know just in life I'm always reminding myself listen more I mean we have Mm. a a show where we talk (laughs) but but we need to listen (laughs) yeah well listening to each other even you know when we're on the on the show do you feel like uh you were talking about being directive in sex do you feel like being that way um I don't even know what to call it. Directional is the same 
tone as being dominant because I kind of see that they might be a little bit different ones right there's all these nuances and it becomes tricky in defining it you know I wish I could be almost more specific even in this this show but I almost feel like role-playing domination then there's yeah then there's sort of directing domination I mean they're all still in the same camp but they are different details that you almost want to ask for right like is this what they want and I was surprised at like how wide the breadth of it was right this idea of run and get me water put on my shoes take off my shoes now you're gonna suck my feet and I'm gonna like shove my feet in your you know be more aggressive with my feet right like that's kind of a more more of a domination like you know I'm I'm putting my foot on your face I'm pushing my foot into your mouth right that's like that's a domination gesture action right versus versus conversational or you know versus saying do this do that Okay, I have a question for you. So in our one of our earlier shows, we talked about uh, is is it okay to be dominated? And right. this is an experience I had about because I've been, you know, interested in the submission uh, end of things. And so um, so one of my insights or questions or interests was the notion of a dominant being um, very at actually being a very selfless act in a way that yes they're telling you what to do that ultimately is for you to please them however there is a sense of I feel like they can like they they're doing what's in your best interest yes yes so did you feel that you were giving that yes you're totally responsible for this person's experience and this brought me back to this this it's almost a meditation you're locking into this this meditative zone where you're giving and you're finding a rhythm and there's pacing Mm -hmm. and it's um, and it's very much checking in with them and making sure that you're really giving them pleasure. So it is about them. It's about them completely. completely. And right. you, yeah, completely. And you want to please them. You want to know that you're giving them what they want. Mm-hmm. And are you doing it enough? And I remember, for example, like this guy wanting um, stronger paddling, if you will. Mm-hmm. And um, of course, I was timid about it. But, you know, my, my friend who has more experience, you know, was escalating for him you know and mm-hmm. he would use like a number system like oh, this right. you know it's at this level for me right you can go higher you know give me more right <laughs> and uh and and so so yeah actually you, thank you for asking that question it's, it's so much about them and it's really just this because you're giving you're giving by dominating mm-hmm. you're directing the scene um and then and then on the the back end you know i i also recently had an experience where i feel like outside of role playing at this party yes yes i was I've had sexual experiences with someone where I feel, what do I want to say? Maybe he's, he was dominating and there, and I was submitting. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I mean, it's so nuanced. Okay. It's because it's just like, when are you in control and when are they not? Right. It's, it's that, I feel like that actually gets well, confusing. I, well, I think recept, receptivity or if you're being receptive is the sort of the opposite of that. One is penetrating. Right. And one is being receptive. So we'll say penetrating maybe. is dominating and the, yeah. and the receptive is the, the submissive. submissive. Yeah. Right. So, in a way, I, okay, so I'd say I, like in, in this dynamic with this person that I'm having sexual relationship with, th- th- he's dominating and then I'm receiving, but then, but then there was a shift where one night it was like, I wanted to, um, give, right. But in a way it's submissive mm-hmm. because I'm wanting you to just to please serve. him. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to serve. Exactly. So there's the kind of two shades of it. Yes, right. In a way I'm receiving, so I'm in control he's dominating so he's controlling it but but 
through listening to what I want. Right. Right. Yeah. So technically I'm, I'm submissive in that case, but in this other case, I'm submissive because I want to please him and I'm, I'm wanting to do what he wants. Interesting. You know, I find this whole, this has been coming up again and again for, for both of us in our personal mm-hmm. lives. And, and I, I mean, I'm I'm just trying not to judge it as like, oh, does that mean I'm this or that or weird or whatever? But or, and also the assumption that submissive is somehow less power because it's not true, that's and it dominant is some like raging like you know bitch of a woman or something, right? This this idea of the like Nazi leather right <laughs> whipping, which is out there, but yeah, but even so, there's still a, an exchange going on again, focused on the person's pleasure, sure, the submissive's pleasure. And what I find interesting about the whole thing is that you know we just had the show about transgender, talking about gender not imbalance, but gender blending and blurring and all of that. And I mm. I, I guess I'm wondering if I'm just you know as this exploration and journey sort of unfolds for you and me, like I I feel like the interesting thing is discovering the polarities of masculine feminine you yeah. know what I mean in, in whatever I mean masculine could be submissive it could, whatever it's whatever I'm just saying the polarities like going from one end and exploring one end fully and then another end fully right in a oh. world where it's just like as women we're taught to be submissive str- well no oh. I would okay. say I feel like you're I was I, f- I feel I was raised in a world where you know, you need to be strong and independent and financially, you know, sustain uh-huh. yourself and like go out there, go get them, which is very masculine, which is fine. Well, but it's kind like, of the modern like education. of Exactly. Young so it's this like, you know, maintaining both a connection mm-hmm. to both and trying to live in the middle. And so I'm wondering if that's what's creating this draw to like, no, fuck the middle. I just want to really explore what it's like to be ultra feminine. Well, and- but also this brings me back to that idea of the safe space where you're role playing the polarities so that you can work those muscles and understand how to fall somewhere in the middle in real life comfortably. So the same way you play like, yeah, or go back people play chess. Maybe you're more masculine here and more feminine there. And you know, but it's it's like specific. Yeah. It's the same way that you play like board games. Mm -hmm. You're actually just working these muscles to understand where you stand in the real world. I don't know, you know, like they're like I like I think of chess, you know, I mean, that's a little more. But but it's it's an exercise. It's just an exercise. And I I I like sorry, I like what you're saying about about the women. But but that was an interesting conversation with these men who wanted to be submissive mm-hmm. in this context at this party. Um, they were talking about, the, of course, the challenges of dating and finding mm-hmm. women who don't want to take charge sexually. Right. Like in the bedroom. And they agreed that, look, culturally, it's harder to find a woman who's willing to do that. Yes, I can imagine. Yeah, and I would say, I mean, even for me, I think it took me a while to feel confident doing this directing, right? Right. Like early on, I was almost like a silent mouse. Right. And guys would say, well, what do you want? Is is this good? Is this good? up. What do you, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, (laughs) a little mouse. Um, And then I quickly was like, oh, here's my voice. Actually, I like it this way. Yeah. You know, actually do it that way. Right. And then I was surprised at how well it was received, right? And then actually what I'm seeing is it's a give and take. Which isn't, which before that you could say it was almost a polarized situation. I was being submissive to this person taking over, right? And what's healthier is that I have strength in both ways and I understand the differences. Mm -hmm. And now because of that, my sexual interaction is a little more balanced. Yes. And it's swinging back and forth because I, I have more control and knowledge over it. 
That makes sense. And I'm curious, and maybe this will come out down the road because we're going to have, a, we'll probably have a couple episodes of this because, because we're so excited. Do and I have some events coming up? Yeah, <laughs> we're going to, we're going to dabble. Virtual. We're going in. We're going to dabble. We're going Don't into worry. the community. Don't worry. We're not going to go crazy. We're still TNA. Well, might, but might go um, a little crazy, but we're going to try to come back from the edge. We're explorers. <laughs> we, <laughs> but, um, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, but I'm interested to see how uh, how this all plays out in our normal everyday lives, you know, and, and what we take from it and how we apply it to the rest of our world and lives. Because I feel you're right at the ed- at the base of it is uh, an exploration into power playing. Everything we do in life is about power and an exchange. Yeah. And so I feel like it's, um, you know, a way to strengthen us as, as yeah, just as human beings and knowing ourselves. And- I, I left the party feeling more certain of who I was, feeling more clear on things that I wanted, experiences I'd had in my past. And that was, and even then feeling like I needed to step more into my power. But having started out like almost like a trembling leaf going, no, I don't want to do this. What am I doing here? Um, and once I understood the ground rules a little more, mm-hmm. uh, I discovered how how weird it wasn't hmm. and how much I could get from this. There you go, people. Yeah. So I think that's it for now. Wow. Well, to you, bravo. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, yeah, we look forward to hearing more. And um, and we'll be reporting back on this submission end as well at some point. Yeah, I think A and I are going to step into some submission and see what we learn. That's what I've been, yes, that's my, my ultimate curiosity at the moment. But um, so anyway, so please, uh, we would love to hear from you. So please go to our website, pbwithta.com. Yeah, you share your experiences on this or any your illuminations any, you had from this episode. Any questions, questions. Uh, and also, Tips. if you like what you're hearing, please write a review on iTunes or any other platform that you're listening to us on. Because it's very helpful. It gets us seen and yeah. raises visibility so we exactly. have more listeners who that can we- learn and open up their horizons. All right. You're listening to Pushing Boundaries with TNA. TNA.